<laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, I freaking 14 coffees before <laughs> I got over here. <laughs> You're all freaking fidgety. I'm bouncing around, sweating <laughs> yeah. through my shirt. The seat's going to be soaking wet. Like tapping on the table. <laughs> I'm like, all I can think about is what a nightmare this is going to be to edit. <laughs> edit? <laughs> well, yeah. You're not that smooth. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is true. Oh, God. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Fameless Last Words. This is Mike. And Greg. And uh, Greg, today I wanted to uh, take a little bit of a different turn. You know, we've, we've uh, told a, a few stories that involve the two of us uh, and some of the things that we've done together, but I thought it'd be fun to kind of veer from that path a little bit and tell a few stories from before we met, all the way back to when, uh, at least in my case, was in high school, middle school, some some really embarrassing stories that I think you might get a kick out of. And I remember <laughs> you telling uh, telling me a couple of stories that I want to ask you about uh, here in a little bit, probably from that same time frame. So <laughs> You're on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I have one story, and, and it's... Uh, it's it's definitely a little embarrassing. Not so much now, but uh, at the time, I was I was really really mortified. So, uh, I, I refer to this uh, to you by title as Poster Boy. So here goes. Back when uh, I was in middle school and, and really growing up growing up as a kid, my mother worked in advertising. She worked for uh, a few different ad agencies, and as a kid, I was involved with. A few TV commercials and some catalog uh, shoots. You're one of those kids, and not many. You know, <laughs> my sister had had a uh, few TV commercial uh, gigs on her, on her own, and and it was basically what it was. Is if uh, the ad agency was doing something and they needed a couple of kids, my mom would be like, "Yeah, okay, she'd hire you out." Yeah, it's <laughs> 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 a good way to put that, I guess. If you're talking about children. <laughs> Like an asshole. <laughs> Love you, Terry. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, so I remember I was um, I was in the eighth grade. I was probably I don't know at fourteen years old, somewhere somewhere thereabouts. Get home from school, phone rings at the house, and it's my mom, and she's like, "Hey, we've got this uh, photo shoot that we're doing, and I'm going to come and pick you up. We need a couple extra kids, so I'm going to come and, and pick you up, and I want you." to put on a jean jacket, you know, because back in the 80s... You know, to explain, we know. Everybody had a jean jacket. You were that cool 80s guy, yeah. And she said, I want you to put on a jean jacket, find a gold chain, I need you to look kind of street smart, is how she put it. For (laughs) For those of you who know Mike, there's not a whole lot of street smart looking in this little guy. No, (laughs) not on the the look side of things, you know. Oh, you're street smart, I'll give you that. You can definitely hold your own, but... I just see, I see you as a 14 year old. All I can think of is sharks and jets. <laughs> With my jean jacket. On. So yeah, she's like, all right, I'm going to come pick you up. And uh, so get the jean jacket, put on a gold chain, a t-shirt, like if you have a concert shirt or something under that sure. to look this part. I said, okay, great. And I didn't ask what it was about. I was like, this is cool. I'm going to be in a photo shoot, you yeah. know? Oh, and she, cause she told me they're going to give you 50 bucks. 50 and bucks so, at 14? Yeah. I was like, I was back like, then I was like, great. So she picks me up. We get in town. There's kind of a 
studio setup with backdrop and all of that stuff, lights, uh, a lot like what Angela had done for our uh, our oh, show our photo, photo here, yeah, 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 yeah. photo shoot, which I want and, to do again. That uh, was so much. That fun. was a lot of fun. And so, but there are like four or five other teenage guys there, and everybody looks like they're kind of playing a different part, coming from a different walk of life, a different maybe socioeconomic background. And you're kind the of inner thing. city street kid, and uh, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one of. And, uh, you know, in different heights and, you know, shorter kids, taller kids, but so they're like a half dozen of us. And so they get us all grouped up and we're getting direction basically from the photographer to look a bunch of, sure. bunch of different ways. And after the photo shoot, I'm like, Hey, so what, what is this, uh, what is this all about? And she's like, this is a really important campaign. It's a national campaign oh, no. <laughs> and it is for teen males preventing pregnancy (laughs) (laughs) so you're the poster child for abstinence (laughs) (laughs) well you know is that art imitating life or life imitating art i don't i don't know greg your face is so red (laughs) red right now (laughs) so uh, anyway, so, uh, I'm like, mom, and I didn't think to ask and, and, uh, but I got my 50 bucks and, and All she's like, rocks and she's, like, can, listen, she's like, listen, she's like, listen, don't worry about it. I, I mean, this is, you know, this is the ad, ad agency that's doing the campaign, but this is a, this is going to be elsewhere. She's like, you don't have to worry about anything. Okay. No problem. I'd never heard anything of it for Forgot and all about forgot, it. Forgot all about Two it. Two days go of, by. It's your whole world. Yeah. You don't think about it again. So fast forward junior year of high school and uh, and I'm actually dating Angela, my wife, in high school. And we are, it's probably second semester, junior year of high school. And we all as juniors took health class. And so, and it was a, it was a semester, sure. uh, not a year long class. Cause by and juniors, so, you don't know where your penis is. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Or tab A <laughs> or slot than, B. <laughs> <laughs> better late than never. So anyway, first day of health class, we're all in there. And I remember sitting in class, whatever, paying attention, not paying attention. You get a classroom full of teenage guys who don't care to be there. Or Can't whatever. wait to see the I pictures mean, of health class. You know, Class uh, class begins, and the teacher goes over and closes the classroom door, and on the back of the fucking door is Males Preventing Pregnancy <laughs> campaign poster <laughs> that I am in on the back of the <laughs> door of the health class in the high school that I am attending. Tell me you have and that poster. I, I don't. I wish I did. I actually, when I knew I was going to tell you this story, I looked online to see if I could find it. And, Who was uh, the? I want that poster. Who I, was the ad agency? I, 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 we gotta call, to, we gotta call your I'll mom have to research it. <laughs> to the credit of my, uh, <laughs> to the credit of my teacher in that class, she's very kind. Fortunately, not many people noticed that poster, and all my friends knew because I kind of told you them. Told about them it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." You know, it's, this is embarrassing. But I went to her after the class, and I'm like. Look, you got to take that down. I'm I'm horrified, and and she did, and she did. Did she really? Yeah, she did. That she, is a good teacher. All right, all right. So anyway, um, that popped into my head, and I had to tell you that story. That's I'm awesome. glad I, I'm glad I did because uh, 
I don't think I've seen your face get, <laughs> get that red. But uh, yeah, males preventing pregnancy. Poster boy right here. You're the poster boy. I am the poster boy. That's a fabulous, so, fabulous story. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have that poster. <laughs> I don't care how I it's going to happen. Well, maybe we'll track it down. Maybe some <laughs> listeners will uh, <laughs> help us track it down. That's so, great. Anyway. What was that story that you told us that one time about breaking your toes? What were you, in high school or? or oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, so I was. How old were you? I was trying to be cool. Um, how old was I? Eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, I was in eighth grade. I uh, came off my wonderful seventh grade year where I was a complete freaking outcast and loser, which is really weird because in sixth grade, I thought I was, uh, you know, all that. And this was down in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, it we was down in Connecticut, in Connecticut. And we, uh, before I moved to Hartford, we were down in Fairfield. And it was just a riot. No, no. Seventh grade, I was in Fairfield. Eighth grade, it came up, and I went to my first experience with Catholic school. Okay. So seventh grade, you had, a, had an outcast year. Outcast. But then you were in a new school. Yes. And so you, you thought, I need to impress some people. I got, oh. I've got a clean slate. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm full, full peacock, right? You know, we have, uh, this is a Catholic school, K through eight. And, uh, <laughs> you know, all of 90 kids in it. So being the, the only new person in school, you know, I am, I'm, everyone wants to know the new guy. He's big, he's tall, he's just different than everybody else here for the last 12 years uh, or eight. And uh, yeah, so we're in the cafeteria slash auditorium slash gym and we're setting up for an assembly and it was me and i forget who it was a couple of girls were there and i'm just you know look at me look at me full peacock and uh so i decide i, I pick up two of those folding chairs and metal folding chairs <laughs> i pick up two of those and i decide i'm gonna do stilt walks on those things right and they're open we so they were f- facing you I'm, or were they facing away? Do I don't remember? even know. All I know, I remember this. I remember <laughs> I'm standing on the bar going across, you know, two legs, and I'm walking on these things like they're stilts, lifting them up, putting them down with my arm and my feet. Oh, so they weren't open. The chairs weren't open. No, they must have been open. Okay. Yeah, because what ended up happening is I uh, I think I tripped on the linoleum and fell forward and pulled <laughs> chairs closed and broke all my toes. <laughs> And if they weren't broke, they sure as hell felt like it. I sat there. I remember thinking to myself, don't let them see you cry. It's going to be seventh grade all over again. <laughs> and so I mustered it on up, puffed my chest out, walked into the hallway, proceeded right to the bathroom where I sat down in the stall and cried. <laughs> and my feet hurt so bad. Broken toes. <laughs> Folding chairs. Broken toes. Yep, Mr. Peacock. Was that the only year you went to that school, or did you? <laughs> it was the only year I went to that school? <laughs> yeah, no more folding chair episodes. I learned my lesson. All right, Mike, I got to hand it to you. After that poster boy story you told me about <laughs> child or male youth abstinence, <laughs> it was. T- Teen males preventing pregnancy. Yes, teen yes. males preventing pregnancy. Yep. Yep. You know, just say no. Um, pretty damn funny. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. agree with the concept. I think it's an awesome concept, and sure. I'm really proud sure. of you for doing it. That's great. But the, <laughs> <laughs> I got to hand thought, it to you. <laughs> I got to hand it to you. Uh, I can't believe you found the picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I let my mother know that I told you that story, <laughs> and... Uh, she said, oh, you did? That's great. I have all that stuff. So 
I was so shocked when, when, when you sent me with a text ding and then I looked down and there's this picture of you advertising abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Well, it's an advertising <laughs> abstinence, but you're the poster child for no sex. Well, I'm, I'm, I was one of them, right? I mean, it wasn't just me. Well, you the were the leader. I was in the back. Yeah, you were leading you know. from behind. <laughs> it's safest there. <laughs> so I want to get your mom on the phone. I want to hear what she thinks. Uh, do you think we could? I mean, can we get her on the phone? Yeah, Are you yeah. okay with that? Absolutely. Sure. Let's, let's give her a call. All right. Hello. Hey, Terry. This is Greg. Hi, Greg. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well. Better now that I hear your voice. <laughs> How is Rachel and the kids? Oh, they're doing great. You know, Rachel's at work right now, and the boys are doing what they're doing. Doing whatever the boys do. They're not uh, they're not poster children for abstinence, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> Although I'm going to come back from this, and I'm going to actually make them pose and take pictures and post them with a just. You got to recreate the picture you did for Mike. <laughs> hey, mom, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing, honey? I'm doing well. So um, we are, Greg and I are sitting here in in, uh, in our little podcast space, and uh, Greg yep. thought it would be a, a fun idea to give you a call and, uh, and talk about this uh, a little bit. So everybody's heard the story uh, that I told. You've heard the story as I told it, and I think it's important for, for uh, everybody to know what that campaign was all about. Um, so do you mind sharing that with us? I don't mind at all. So a little history on um, how this program started. I was working for the New England group, and Carol Schiller, it was her idea, and I think she had applied for a government grant, I believe, and so she had looked around Portland for support from agencies around and finally came to the New England group and Lee Bear, who was the president, nice guy. Um, he was uh, on board to help her out. So um, he came to me and asked me if I was interested and I immediately thought of, you know, we'll jump back to late 60s. And my mom, I realized it was really hard for her to talk to me about the facts of life. I found a brochure on my nightstand. <laughs> that was the birds and the bees conversation you had, the brochure? My birds and bees. And so, you know, I yeah, uncomfortable conversation for sure from my mom. Um, yeah, so the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And I knew it was uh, going to be around that time when, I, when somebody was going to talk to Michael about the facts of life. and Yeah, and so this was probably 80 six or so 85 86 when this all started yeah i think so yeah because i think i i was i was 14 right around there when uh when that photo shoot was done when the when the poster was created right so i gotta do this terry i gotta know so i do want to hear about more about the photo shoot and how it all happened but i'm more interested in uh how the story went with the birds and the bees with mike well it was a i was on a poster <laughs> So you didn't have the conversation with him or his sister? It wasn't a brochure. It was a poster. <laughs> it was a poster that he was in. <laughs> well, actually, what, what happened was I thought this would be a great icebreaker. You know, if I'm working it on this at home, I had a drafting table in my living room. I was doing freelance work. And um, 
was working at home, and I thought this would be great. I can kind of invite the kids to see what I'm doing and get to talk to them about what I'm doing and what it's all about and kind of break the ice. So that was your plan, was to kind of have this stuff out? Yeah. I think to a point, it it did help. I mean, it eased that conversation, and I... I mean, it certainly helped me. So the um, participation from from the ad agency uh, was was approved, and as you explained it to me, it was really um, it wasn't a, a, a campaign that you know was paying the the agency. It was really more a, a donation of all of your time, right, to be involved with. It was with- a donation of our time, and so um, Dave Perkins was the copywriter at the time, and Bruce Damon was. He was in charge of production, and I was there as an art director. And so the the three of us, uh, with Carol, uh, worked on it. Um, But doing all the paste up, you know, for the print, and all of that was me once everything was approved. And, yeah, so it was a a big project. Sure, sure. And, again, this is all very pre-digital, you know, so this is a lot of hours spent in the dark room and... Yeah. um, a lot of lot of manual, you know, hours in in um, creation of the the materials for this for this campaign. Brochures, the print was brochures, poster, and yep, yep. there was a video. <sighs> well, no, we did, weren't involved with the video. That was that was. So this was a this. Um, one of the boys. You're teasing me now, Terry. Yeah, one of the boys was in the video, but I think he had acting or some experience before in front of a camera. Sexually or? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) There wasn't any of that fuzzy porn that you guys... No fuzzy porn here. <laughs> no Skinamax. No Skinamax, Greg. See, mom listens to the podcast. She's cool. She's a good mom. Yeah, that's right. So, so, but this, so this was a really big, important campaign. This was a national campaign. Uh, teen males preventing pregnancy. And, you know, you, you shared some information with me that I hadn't really thought much about in that, you know, this was really kind of a, a first for, for these types of campaigns where it really involved the male partner, right? Right. Uh, the, the right. right. Kind of involved the, the young men and, and uh, not really putting all the responsibility on, you the know, girl. On, on young women, yeah, you know. It and, goes both ways. Um. Carol had done a lot of focus groups. She went around to all the high schools and independently for each high school. Carol's uh, vision was to educate and prevent um, pregnancy for the guys to take on responsibility, but also the health aspect of the whole thing. Well, and especially now with with hindsight, this being 34 years ago or or so, right? Yeah. I mean... um, That, uh, you know, in the 80s, it was kind of a, a, a big, in a sense, kind of a, a groundbreaking approach to share the responsibility, right, <laughs> and, and lay that out there. And uh, I think just given, given the period of time in, in history, uh, coupled with that approach to it, you know, it was probably a bit controversial as well. It was very controversial. I guess I hadn't put in perspective you know, how that really was kind of revolutionary almost, even having the conversation, period, let alone having it from a perspective of the male. I, you know, you know my mom, I, the conversation was had at 
I don't know, I was probably teething, right? Which is, you know, how was I born? How was this? What's that? Why do I want to do these things? So for me, this doesn't, it just never struck me as being controversial. The program itself was focused and, and kind of pinpointed, okay, guys, it's up to you. Um, be responsible instead of, because remember back then, there was no political correctness. You know, and so the girls always get a bad rap. Yeah, it was a very, very different time. I, you know, I, I have to say, because, you know, for, for me, for Greg and I uh, telling the story, it was a funny story. Well, you it know, was it, was a funny a, story. it was a, it was a <laughs> funny moment um, it, to, to be involved with something like that at that age. And then to have, you know, a few years go by and, and uh, all of a sudden have it pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty humorous. And one of those, I don't know, teen like stories. I wasn't sure if you were embarrassed about the poster or your hockey hair. I was oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now we get to the point. He's actually, he, he's actually trying to, uh, to steer the conversation away, saying it's all a poster. No, it hey, was the it was it the was mullet. The, it was the style. <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, I mean, and that was right around the time when Holland Oates was <laughs> a little Holland Oates hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I fit right in with those guys on that uh, on that poster. So, but what I was going to say is. You know, aside from that being funny story and kind of a, a snapshot of, of humiliation in high school and all of that, I mean, years later, and uh, the fact that we could revisit this with you and learn a little bit more about it and just be reminded of it and, and reminded of what it was that you, you know, were so uh, heavily involved with as far yeah. as creating that that program, I, I'm really proud of you. I'm, I'm, I think it's remarkable that, that you, yeah, that you were involved with that. And the campaign won, won some awards, yeah? Um, it was sent off to uh, the Art Directors Club of Los Angeles and um, as a campaign, so the print, video, brochures. And it, it won a merit award. Oh, wonderful. I do ha- I have a certificate with my name on it and the other, other people that were involved. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for dealing with us. Sure. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Love you, Mom. Bye. Bye. Well, everybody, thank you for uh, listening to our Poster Boy and Broken Toes episode with the cameo appearance by Terry Madison, my mom. And uh, we hope you enjoyed that one. Please be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast uh, so that you can catch new episodes as we release them every week. And don't forget, this really isn't about the content as much as it's about you getting a chance to laugh at the two idiots on the other end of the mic. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sure doing a lot of that. If you haven't been able to tell from, uh, from all our little B-rolls and, and intros, we're sure having a good time. So we hope you are too. Good night. Good night. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to Fameless Last Words. If you like what you just heard, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends. And be sure to subscribe or follow us so that you can catch new episodes as they're released each week. Need to contact Greg and Mike or have a question about an episode? Send us an email at famelesslastwords at gmail.com. Fameless Last Words is recorded and produced by Mike Foley and Greg Thompson. Greg and Mike hope you had a good laugh and have a great day.